Welcome back to movie. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. <laughs> okay, and again. Hello, and welcome back to Movie Nosh with Mike and Josh. We have returned Yay. after a eight-month stint. Is that like it was? That's it almost feels like it. No, we did we did some episodes between, but life. No, I can say not yeah. the movie. Just in general, uh, life uh, is gets in the way. Masley has it also finds a way. Mm. As it has done now to get us back to moving us. That's almost as long as we've been doing it. Eight months. Yeah, it's been a year and a bit since we started. August. I know. And the fans will return in their thousands of... We had to, we had, you had to move, actually, because the fans were becoming so <laughs> troublesome. That's why I moved, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah, this week we are reviewing Venom. Um, which I don't think we weren't, we weren't going to see. We were originally down to watch A Star Is Born after mistakenly finding out that um, Bad Times at the El Royale wasn't out this week. Oh yeah, not till next week. Yeah, because all the reviews have been awful, but then we went, nah, fuck it, I don't want to watch The Star Is Born, and ended up watching this instead. Yeah. Um, so it was an interesting one. We talked ourselves out of it, didn't we? Yeah. We, went, we, were, yeah, we thought about culture, and then we thought, nah, we'll just go for Marvel again. It's culture, though. I don't know, there's a piano in it. The, well, there's a guitar. There's a scene where they play at Glastonbury, and it's Lady Gaga getting objectified. That's pretty much it. Yeah, see, that's cultured. <laughs> that, that, the trailer pissed me off because it was just like what's his name Bradley Cooper says to Lady Gaga's character do you write your own songs and she says yeah so why don't you sing them she says because people think my voice is beautiful but not me he goes I think you're beautiful and at that moment I was oh. I was out yeah it's a bit cringy isn't it it is but it's also do you think basically some people... her self value is, is nothing unless she's beautiful well that's it you're yeah. absolutely right but do you think some people watch that trailer and think, oh my God, I, I can guarantee so it. profound. Yeah, but it. it's the appeal of that movie, I think, is the soundtrack. Because it's Lady Gaga singing and Bradley Cooper singing as well, who actually Ooh. sounds all right. I've never heard his voice before. Yeah. Do you think some people, though, will see... I mean, I watched the Venom trailer, and I thought it was crap. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was really bad. Yeah. It's a bad trailer. Well, everybody but, expected it to be shit. Yeah. Well, do you reckon we should start the intro music? Oh, yeah. Hit it. What can we start with this week? Can we start with your movie news? Yeah! yeah. You haven't sang it for... Oh wait, no! <gasps> We've not done the intro thing. No, we did. I, did. I said it, didn't I? What intro? No, I didn't. I didn't say the... Oh shit. I left it it's back in, maybe. Welcome to Movie Nosh with Mike and Josh, where each week we sink our teeth into a different movie feast. He's not lost it. Oh, he's, he's still, still got, got it. it. He's still got it. <laughs> I missed that. I can't believe we didn't do that. Maybe we should leave it. Maybe it's time. That's the end of the podcast now, surely. <laughs> God. Um, so yeah, let's let's do some movie news before we go in. If you can please movie remember, news, movie news. It's Josh's movie news. Ba-da-ba-da. I almost interrupted them. Well, I know. I think I, I the start of my the sentence. The, well, the middle of your sentence interrupted the start of mine. I think is how it was. Um, I've I've limited the movie news this week. I don't want to go into too much detail, probably because it'll be out of date by the time I actually edit this. But there we go. Uh, oh, oh. I think this was like last week actually, but there was a study done by some <clears throat> university or company or whatever that said um, they looked at all the the comments about the Star Wars: The Last Jedi online. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know going with this. And um, they did a test, and they found out that something like it was either forty nine or fifty one percent, basically half of all the comments written about the Last Jedi were actually written by Brexiters. By <laughs> Brexiters, by Russian hankers. 
hankers. Oh my god, Russian hackers. What's a hanker? It's like a short term for a handkerchief. <laughs> by Russian hackers and robots, an attempt by Russian powers to disrupt the status quo in America and just get people to argue all the time rather than come together and go, you know what, I really enjoyed Star Wars The Last Jedi. What a, what a pathetic attempt though, because I don't think people are going to be, I mean people aren't falling out over The Last Jedi, are they? I don't, I don't feel like it Wars was a, a main attempt, it's not like that's going to turn the tide of an election, but at the same time it sows the seeds of um, You'd start to hate, you know. Disrepute. Yeah, it's like after an argument with him you sort of get back home and think, yeah, I never really liked Gerald. I mean, everybody should just listen to our podcast and realise that we didn't agree on that film. No. Maybe we didn't agree because of the Russian hackers. Do you think... That, yeah. Yeah, that's why home. you were wrong. So. <laughs> I watched it today. You actually. did, and you fell asleep. Yeah, I fell asleep. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's still terrible. Mm. I still hate it. I, I think I need to watch it a few more times to see if I, see if I still feel the same way about it. Because mm. I mm. did have a massive emotional response to it. I feel a few ex-girlfriends like that. <laughs> And there was also a new Ackerman trailer, which we watched before. What were your thoughts on it? My thoughts were that it looked mad. Mm. Um, it didn't look... I don't know. I mean, it doesn't look awful. I think the problem is, like with every trailer these days, that it showed this entire action sequence. And it was, now, yeah, it wasn't When extended. I watched that sequence in the movie, I'm going to be like, oh, I've seen this bit. I'll go for a wee. <laughs> that is a good point. Yeah. Well, watching Venom, I really wanted to go for a wee, but the pace of it was so quick that I was like, I can't leave because I'm going to miss no, something no. important. What if it turned into a poo? You'd be there for like <laughs> 20 minutes. You miss half the film. Um, yeah, the Aquaman trailer looks good. I'm interested to see what happens. It comes out December, I think it was. Yeah, it looks yeah. a bit wacky. All the, the costume design and stuff, it's all a bit... The jokes looked yeah. were, were kind of hit and miss because there's a point where he says, "Oh, we could have just peed on that, and it would have yeah, would have worked," which was funny. Yeah. And then he says something else that wasn't that funny. I'm like, mm, "Okay, we'll yeah. see how it goes." Um, everybody's in love with Jason Momoa anyway because he's just such a beefcake. Yeah, he's pretty. He can't. He can't do any wrong, even though he's been in terrible movies. Everyone loves him. Wasn't he in like not Galaxy Quest, Andromeda, the series way back when with Kevin Sorbo? I don't know who these people are. It's like a, a, a NAF version of Star Trek, but... Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, no. they get stuck on the event horizon of a black hole, and when they finally come out, no time has passed for them, but like hundreds of years have passed for everybody else. Bloody hell. It was a good concept, and you know, it's all right. Didn't mind it. It was on Sky 1. That's what coming out of Blade Runner 2049 felt like. <laughs> it did, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long film. Um, other last bit of movie news, one that I'm very excited about, and... Um, they're doing a remake of... Well, I don't know if you can call it a remake. Um, no, not Steven Spielberg. Stephen King. That's the one I'm thinking of. Um, one of my favourite books I've ever read by Stephen King, Pet Cemetery. Have you read no, that? No, 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 no. But... It's fine. Keep going. Stupid bikes. No, I've never read uh, Pet Cemetery. I don't read. So, my mate Alex's mum gave me Pet Cemetery to read when I was 16. It's the first book that made me cry. She trying to groom you or something? Why is she giving you gifts? <laughs> I mean, have you seen me? Yeah, yeah those Fair arms. Probably um, saw those 16 these, these, arms. These, I was nine and a half stone when I was 16, and this height. And I'm now 13 stone, so I've beefed up. Beefcake. Mainly around the middle. Yeah. Um, but no, no, it's the first book I ever read that made me cry, and I, that's when I fell in love with Stephen King books, and it's great. It's awesome. It's hard-hitting, and it's fucking horrible, and yeah, heart-wrenching, and fucked up at the same time which is a typical Stephen King book but I think they made I don't know if they ever made a movie but they definitely made like a, a TV movie or a TV series of the movie which was awful absolutely awful um, and they're making a proper movie of it with some proper actors including Jason Clark from Mudbound oh yeah yeah our favourite movie last year and John Lithgow 
Oh, yes. Which you did the impression of before. I'm not the monster here, you are. Yes. I almost thought that was a Gingy for a second. Who? Eat me! <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm mega looking forward yeah. to that. Well, I'll, I'll be with you uh, next. I'll sit next to you. In the and, and you will cry. I do like uh, crying. In, in, well, I watched the film the other day that made me cry. Which one? It's called About Time. Starring Domhnall Gleeson and Rachel McAdam. Oh, yeah, I have seen that one. Blood like a little girl. I think I've seen part of it, but I wasn't. The weird thing about the poster for that movie was that it made it look like it was a movie about Rachel McAdams and not about Domhnall Gleeson, but Domhnall Gleeson's quite easily the main character in it. I think that says a lot more about where your eye was drawn Mm. and less about... No, because if you look at it, it was like... Rachel McAdams was face on and looking down, but Donald Gleeson was in profile to the side and looking to the... He wasn't really a big actor at the time, I don't think, so... Ah, uh, well, that might be it. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, I'm all up for crying during movies. I like doing that. Oh, yeah, you fucking love it. Yeah. You and your cry wanks. It's just, that's what it's all about, <laughs> isn't it? Um, so that's movie news done. Can you take movie it Movie news. That was movie news. That was Josh's movie news. Beep, great. We better, the, the, main, the main event. We better talk about Venom. Venom. Yeah. Which you weren't going to go see because we thought the trailers. Were, well, I thought the trailers were sucky. Well, the trailer looks. I thought the same. The trailer looks sucky, and um, the reviews that came out, especially oh, from yeah, Rotten Tomatoes, yeah, yeah, yeah. were awful. It's been slated, hasn't it? Yeah. In fact, the Rotten Tomatoes score was thirty-one percent. Wow. However, this is one of my first interesting points about this. The audience score on Rotten Tomatoes was eighty-nine percent. So. Russian hackers? Reviewers, yeah, potentially. Reviewers hated it. The audience loved it. Um, on IMDb, the review was 7.1 out of 10. What? Just doesn't make sense. And the star is born, 84% on Rotten Tomatoes for the audience score. So the audience has loved those films about the same, but reviewers just hated it. And Must be. Must be Russian hackers. Yeah, well, no, it's not though, is it? Because we've seen it and we know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, okay, so this was directed by uh, Ruben Fleischer. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's done uh, Zombieland in 2009. He also did 30 Minutes or Less. Have you seen that? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty poor film. Yeah, yeah, forgettable. He also did Gangster Squad, which had lots of excitement. And then who's he in that? Flat. Because I don't Emma think I've Stone's seen that film. And Ryan Gosling's in it. I've not seen a film with Ryan Gosling in it. What's going on with me? Yeah. I think hey! Ryan's <laughs> I think Ryan Gosling's in it. Yeah, it was all right. It was weird. Mm. I, don't, I remember thinking it was boring at the time. But Zombieland, I loved yeah. I really liked it when that film. Oh, yeah, Zombieland. I think they were looking at doing a sequel for that for Yeah, ages, they are. They? I think they're still going to do it. Mm, they should do. Um, so, But he's not done loads. He's not done loads of films. I think he's done. A, uh, been called in to direct on like, um, series rather than movies. But. Is he one of those people who isn't necessarily just a director? And yeah, I think he well. does yeah, writing and producing and fly-shoring. Um, who stars in this film? Tom Hardy, Michelle Williams is in it, although I didn't recognise her straight away because I'm used to seeing her with short hair now. Mm. Anyway, she's in it. I don't know what I'm trying to think of a Michelle Williams that I've seen that I've um, sorry a Michelle Williams film that I've seen that I've really enjoyed. But I just can't think of. Uh, that was a Michael Fassbender film. Shame. She's in Shame. I didn't. I didn't really get Shame. When you see him have a wee. I, I, I just saw his dick, and that was the only thing yeah. I really remember about that film. It that is porn addiction. Yeah, should have called him Mass Bender. No, <laughs> Mass Bender. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Yeah, it does work. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so uh, and then Riz Ahmed, mm-hmm. who plays uh, Carlton Drake, who's a bad guy. What is he? Lions? In? 
Is it? Oh, he is. He is. What the hell? I didn't recognise him. He's so much younger. Than, well, mm. That's how time works. I was reading an article in the Metro because I'm classy, and um, there was. So, you, have you heard of the Beckdale test? The Beckdale test is the one that it's sort of like a feminist movie test. So, in other words, oh yes, yes, I had yes, two yes, yes. females talking to each other and not talking about men. Um, all this kind of stuff and they the Metro coined something called the Riz test mm-hmm. where it was all about um, uh, how Muslims and people from the Middle East are portrayed in movies and it's like is some is a Muslim person portrayed as irrationally angry towards the West for no reason and that kind of stuff and I'm like why'd they call it the Riz test <laughs> he didn't come up with this did he I'm sure someone else has come up with this before but he's a, a so there was actually three Oscar nominees in this film Tom Hardy Michelle Williams and Woody Harrelson Oh, yeah. a little cameo right at the end scene as well um, which is weird it's, it's so interesting when you see a movie like this and you think if it was me and you we saw this movie script come through we'd probably look at it and think this is going to be shit yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is a spin off from Spider-Man <laughs> and it's going to be probably crap like there's not that many super successful ones especially from Sony yeah, so when, when's the last time Sony did a really good film? Sony did The Dark Tower, and you know how I feel about The yeah. Dark Tower. It's one of the worst uh, films I've I ever seen. Know. I don't know when their last good film was. Mm. Um. So anyway, yeah, uh, so Tom Hardy plays Eddie Brock, who's mm-hmm. the main character. Uh, Michelle Williams plays his love interest, Anne Weying. It's a silly name. Yeah. Uh, and then Riz Ahmed plays, plays Carlton Drake, who is essentially Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, he is kind of. Ridiculous, like just Asian Musk. Except he doesn't smoke weed and he doesn't... Fixed stock prices. Yeah, or tweet about submarines and British divers. Being pedos. Yeah. Terrible man. That would have actually... I mean, he, that is a more terrifying villain than Riz Ahmed <laughs> was in this. That's kind of true. I mean, the only thing terrifying thing about this Colton Drake guy was his... He had like a ridiculously garish ring on, which I thought was... Did he? Yeah, he had like a massive ring on. I thought, ooh. I mean, it's... That's a bit crass. The fact that you noticed that says a lot. Yeah. Not about you. That's how bad the, the ring was. Oh no. I mean, maybe a little bit about you. Um, so the movie as a whole, the, the, the bad people have been saying it's like a mess, and mm. it's been getting really bad reviews. And saying tones all over the place. Well, the tone is all over the place, and it is a bit of a mess. Mm. Well, because the first, and we were, we just listened to Mark Lowe talk about it, and he hits it on the the nail on the head by saying, if you split the film up into thirds, the first part is has got one tone, the middle part's got another tone, and the third, the final bit has got this weird comedy aspect to it, which yeah. is my favourite part. Yeah. Um, so it is a bit of a mess, and it is, it is a bit... Weird. Yeah, tonally. Yeah, it sort of averages out all over, throughout the film, doesn't it? Because I remember mm. the, the first thing I thought about it when I saw it was like, this, this beginning plot, the pace is pretty thorough, isn't it? It didn't really slow down, it's like, oh, we're at the... We're on a bike. Oh, we're going to be getting married. Oh, we're now going to interview this person. Oh, I've stole your email. Oh, yeah. now I'm going to go interview this. I thought, the pace on this is pretty quick. And I start, sat there thinking, did it need to be slower? Or is it kind of good that they skipped that bit? Because that's that kind of boring bit yeah, to start. Yeah, yeah. Really, we want to see him get infected with yeah, the symbiotic. Yeah, exactly. I think that bit was, I mean, they, that was good. If they'd done that any slower. Because I was, I was already a bit bored because I didn't really find the, their characters, Tom Hardy and... Michelle Williams is. I didn't really like... There's zero chemistry. Yeah, I didn't really like them. I didn't believe them. Yeah. And I was jealous of their nice flat in San Francisco. Oh, shit, yeah. Um, and I didn't really care. And and that's what one of the main... <clears throat> well, there's been quite a few, but one of the main 
Um, criticisms of this film is that inconsequential the other characters are apart from Tom Absolutely. Hardy. Yeah. Which normally happens in a superhero movie. I mean, people say that, but I mean, Mary Jane was kind of meh. Nah. Gwen Stacy, meh. Nah. Nah. Um, but this one. Charming. She was, yeah. Gunner Stone there. That's why. Um, but I think it just happened a bit more in this film than other superhero films where the. You know, just a plen- every other character almost seemed inconse- inconsequential. I, I found a really um, inaccurate plot summary slash accurate plot summary on IMDb, which is when Eddie Brock acquires the power of a symbiote, he will have to release his alter ego Venom to save his life. And I thought that's absolutely bollocks. It's not an alter ego, is it? No, no, no. It's it's an actual separate consciousness. Yeah, it's a parasite who is symbiosed with him. Yeah. That's not the word, is it? We'll go with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I thought that's, that's a pretty poor way of explaining it. Because the best bit about this film, well, the only really good bit about this film, was Tom Hardy's dialogue and relationship with yeah. the Venom character, which I didn't realise he'd, he'd voiced as well. Yeah, apparently he voiced it all before um, filming had begun. I, I read that as well, yeah. And they, used to, and they played it back to him. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And it doesn't... You never would have thought that that was him. We wouldn't listen to it and think no. that's him because it's not the right accent. It completely changes his intonation on, on certain words. Yeah, but Tom Hardy does this. He, I mean, he loves to change his voice and, and almost his physical appearance. Like in Legend. In Legend. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on, oh, in Bane. When he played Bane. Oh, yeah. He does it in everything. Even in um, Inception, he played a really posh British guy rather than, you know, what he is really. Is it just a... Eastender. Dirty Hammersmith born. Oh, is that where he's from? <laughs> yeah, he's from London, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but he put a lot, of, a lot of effort into this, and you can tell, and you'd expect as an executive producer that you put a shitload of effort into what yeah. you know. Um, well, he seems to be a fan of the character, so that's always good to see yeah. when there's an actor who cares about the source material. Because when you look at movies like The Dark Tower, where <laughs> nobody gave a shit about it, yeah. nobody cared about it, yeah. It comes across, doesn't it? So, I've not seen it. No, you don't want to. No. You do want to read it. Yes, when I have 50 All hours. Eight books. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, he puts loads of effort into it. He changes, and like the way that Tom Hardy does is that he changes his physical stance and how he how he moves and the physicality of the role that comes Oh, yeah. He he's plays... got this weird little walk and he like, takes like half steps. I mean, he's a short dude anyway. Yeah, but... well, he's, I think he's 5'8. I think he's my height. Yeah, as I say, he's a, he's a short dude. <laughs> but I think he's, he's, everybody says he's the perfect person to play Wolverine, because Wolverine in the comics oh, yeah, is quite short, yeah, yeah. unlike Hugh Jackman, who Six, five, should be called Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Did you think of that now? Was, n- no, I mean, maybe a little bit, but that was such a shit joke, I'm surprised you laughed at it so much. That just caught me by surprise. <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, Tom Hardy loves changing his voice, and, and he, he does it, he seems to do it quite, I mean, it's more noticeable that he does it in recent in popular films yeah. he's always doing it to, to mixed reviews like nobody liked Bane's voice when he first did it yeah that is, that is weird I don't understand where Bane's accent comes from because well, isn't he found like in, a, in a prison cell in the middle of some kind of nah. Lebanon or something like that yeah, that's yeah. what it feels like yeah. doesn't make any sense um, but uh, I also I noticed as soon as the film started I couldn't stop looking at this one fucking tooth that sticks out in Tom Hardy's face because I've not seen Tom Hardy's face in ages because of all the films we've watched recently. He's been wearing a bloody mask, and so well, now I'm introduced. There's been loads of Christopher Nolan films, yeah. that's why. And and Mad Max as well. He had a mask on for a lot of it. Mm. Um, and then all of a sudden, I'm introduced to this 
almost secondary character, Tom Hardy's front tooth just sticking out. <laughs> I haven't noticed it. Oh, I don't. How did you? How did you not? I see don't know. It? But you're gonna ruin it. Like you ruined Tom Cruise's face for me when you told me about his middle his tooth. Middle tooth. It's yeah. the weirdest thing. Well, Tom Hardy's tooth has got like a. It's just sticking out a bit. I mean, it's a normal. I mean, it would be absolutely normal in in day to day. Feel really just... self conscious now because I've got a sticking out tooth. Oh, yeah. that one's fine. Yeah, uh, it'll stick like Tom that. Hardy's puts yours to shame. But it's a completely normal tooth. I mean, it's a, it's a, his, his mouth is fine. But, yeah. but by Hollywood standards. You've been all, a judgmental cunt, that's what you've been. I, I am in no position to, to be judgmental. <laughs> but, but just by Hollywood standards. Anyway, put a mask on him. And then he's fine. He's fine, yeah. Give him a funny accent. Yeah, exactly. Uh, how did you... Do you have anything else to say about Thomas Hardy? Edward Thomas no, Hardy? No, just, like you said, the physicality of it was great. Like, he... He, he kind of comes across as a junkie, I think, is yeah, the way I'd explain his physicality of it. Because when he gets infected by the symbiote, he's sweating loads, he's really jittery, <laughs> he's jumping into fish tanks and eating live lobsters. Uh, yeah, um, it's a heavy come down. Yeah, uh, and it reminded me a lot of um, that movie that I told you about recently, Upgrade. Did you tell me about it? Was I part of this conversation? Yeah, I showed you the trailer for it, yeah. It's the one where um, he gets... His wife gets killed and he gets shot in the neck and then he can't move, he becomes paraplegic, but then some guy installs a, a chip in the oh. back of his neck and this AI controls his body can then speak to him in his mind. Yeah, I do, I do he, remember this. He, when did you show me this? It was a couple of months ago, the trailer. Months? You should oh, watch okay. it. It's, yeah. it's actually, it was, it was okay. It's okay. But Wait, it's, it's, actually, same, it's come out, this film has come out. I, well, I've seen it on, on certain movie apps that are Allow definitely legal. Oh, right. Um, oh, check it out. No, it, it's, it's not a long film either, so it's worth it, but it's the whole exact same concept of like someone else is controlling your body. Oh, yeah. And it's the same right. acting of like, oh, my God, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, But it's quite funny to watch because it's kind of slapstick at the yeah, same time. Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't like slapstick comedy? Who doesn't like physical comedy? Exactly. Um, so, yeah, so that Tom Hardy, his performance and his uh, relationship and interaction with Eddie, which is very, very yeah, funny yeah. at times, yeah. was the best thing about the film. Yeah. But the only good thing about the film because everything else was kind of boring and inconsequential yeah as you say but I mean there's quite heavy CGI and I know there is heavy CGI use in every film now but this one kind of I mean I think it's because they couldn't really get a guy in a suit you know just a they had to completely CGI Venom so whenever he was on screen you and he's like you what, knew nine what you, feet tall or something yeah, like that yeah you knew what you were looking at was all make believe and I found the CGI kind of weird I didn't so I, I liked the very small details about, like, if you look at the top of Venom's eye where it curls mm -hmm. up, that changes size at times as he talks. Yeah. And, like, the, the detail on his tongue and his teeth and all that kind of stuff. But the general colour and, like, the veininess of him was just weird. Yeah, it just, I don't, I don't know, it wasn't Is quite it right for me. It removed me a bit. From and I don't know whether it was the cinema we were in and how close we were sat we to were the screen or whether it was the action scenes themselves, but I found the action scenes very hard to watch it was just too blurry like I was yeah. like I can't really see what's going on yeah. to be honest yeah, no, I'm with you and I feel like if after watching the trailer and some reviews on YouTube it looked better on my TV so I feel like it might have been the cinema but it was still a bit maybe we're getting old maybe our eyes aren't quick enough to fucking track things anymore <laughs> yeah God, that explains why uh, performance <laughs> on Fortnite yeah exactly yeah. compared to the 14 year olds that you're playing against <laughs> and losing against um, uh, but yeah, the, uh, one of the action scenes that I found really boring is just as he first pairs up with the symbiote. Mm. Uh, there's a really boring car chase. Is that the one down the street boring? where he's on the bike and he yeah. gets pulled? And again, that was all in the trailer as well. Yeah, so. yeah. But 
But it seems like such a waste of uh, when you've got such a great setting like San Francisco um, to have because like the movie Bullet had an amazing car chase, mm. the one with Steve McQueen from like the sixties had an amazing uh, uh, car chase in San Francisco. You know, it's got the hills and you can yeah, yeah. Anyway, really really nice nicely choreographed. And it, and I thought of that as I was watching this crap, just action constantly action uh, packed car chase, which I never felt at any time that it wasn't going to go No, nah, well. even when he falls over and breaks all yeah, his limbs, yeah. you think, no, nah, he's going to be fine. Um, and We're also, only halfway through the film, he's not dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And also they shot it at night, which is a waste, because San Francisco is such a nice looking place. But I know why they did that, it's to mask all the CGI they used during the, the chase. Mm. Because if you have, I mean, that's going to look really, really out of place if you've got like this black goo coming out in the middle of the day, mm. it's, uh, like stark sunlight, it's going to look pretty bad. Mm. Um, you, have I got something on my mouth? No, no, I'm just playing with my moustache, oh, right. if you can call it that. that if you can call it that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I think shooting it at night or filming it at night meant that uh, it would mask a lot of the CGI sins. Mm. Um, and also, there's pretty good, I mean, there's lots of explosives going on and explosions look better at night. Mm. They look kind of rubbish during the day. I can tell you um, one of the problems they were filming at night is that they filmed it with uh, an Ari Alexa camera. And if they'd use the um, red DSCM2 Genesis, which is a 6K camera built for low light, it would have been way better, and they would have had a higher resolution, which is easier for filming with uh, CGI scenes. Just saying, just saying that the red camera would have been better. Yeah. Not trying to score any brownie points for anybody <laughs> right now, but. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean. But yeah, you should absolutely should have done that. But I got the name of that camera completely wrong then. I'm sure it's something else, but... <laughs> ah, well. It sounded right, it sounded right. Well, uh, that's the director of photography, Matthew Libatik's um, choice to choose that camera. Which is funny, because he uh, was the director of photography on Black Swan, which he was Oscar-nominated for. Mm. Yeah, and you think about that movie, and you think visually. Yeah, yeah. Very stunning film. Yeah. And you think of Venom, you think... Well, yeah. it just got different... Yeah. It's different like, do you think people give go on different projects and give less of a shit on certain projects than they do on others? Or do you think they go into every single project and go, we're going to make this as good as possible? You'd think it'd be the second one. I don't know, maybe it's just too many cooks, you know, people meddling. I guess the only... people. Somebody's got an idea, like a vision of what it's going to look like finished, and then sometimes you just don't meet yeah. that idea. And again, you know what, I think part of the blame is the movie cinema that we watched in. Yeah. I, we I do think the screen wasn't great. No. And we did kind of come in... I think, I think we actually missed time. a scene right at the start. That's know? the first time we've ever arrived late. Yeah, well, we arrived just as you were like, it seemed like the film had just started, so I was like, oh, great, I've got my yeah, net chance, yeah. the film's just started, it's great. Um, but I think we missed a scene. Because I remember reading the trivia that apparently there's a a rocket launch at the start that's gone wrong, and there was a survivor. And the survivor is um, a guy, I can't remember his exact name, but his last name's Jameson. And if you ever watch the Spider-Man animated TV series, which is also based on the comic books, um, Venom originally comes from space yeah, yeah, and comes back on a spaceship that J. Jonah Jameson's son was piloting and that was the sort of oh, little shit. easter egg thing there it's like, you know, this guy's not in the film but we just mentioned this is J. Jonah Jameson's son who's survived this. Oh, well, that would have changed my whole opinion of the film. <laughs> would have got 10 out of 10 then. Yeah. Well, actually, we could have arrived at an hour in and I would have been all right. It's quite short, it's an hour and 50. But the it first did feel half, really short, didn't it? Well, it's weird that, isn't boring. it? Because it was um, 113 minutes long, so seven minutes shy of two hours. Mm. But it felt short. And again, that was the pacing. Short. It's very, very fast-paced. But I was still quite... I was a bit dull the first half. 
Well, again, the pacing there, if you think about the final fight scene against the boss, mm-hmm. the boss, I feel like it's like a video game, the, the, the main villain, <laughs> when, um, when Razamed's character finally bonds with a symbiote that's travelled halfway around the world in an old lady and a little girl. Oh, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I completely forgot weird. about I'm that. I'm where the fuck did that come from, though? It didn't come on a spaceship, so how did it, where did it come from? It didn't make sense. Um, someone from China. Anyway, this Riot character, who's supposed to be one of the biggest, baddest team leaders yeah. uh, of all the symbiotes, was taken down pretty easily and wasn't in the film that long. No, no. I liked, although that does remind me of that one scene where Venom, like, on, on my planet, I'm like you, a loser, and I'm like, ah, that's quite funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's what, yeah. So once Venom decides to sort of play along and they just sort of start working together, and um, for some very poor reason, Venom decides to actually. What stay was on the reason? That he just likes Eddie Brown. Because of you, Eddie. Yeah. And that was it. That was bad. That, that needed more explanation. That was. Yeah. I mean, he says one thing about liking the view, mm. like your plant's not so ugly after all, or something like that. And then mm. he says something like, I like you, Eddie. You're a nice guy, Eddie. Oh, Eddie. Uh, Eddie. I like how he, um, he likes the girlfriend in it as well. Yeah. He's like, I like her. Why? Yeah. What What did you... I don't like her. She's fucking boring. <laughs> she was quite boring. It wasn't Michelle Williams' fault. It's just no, the character no. was written so fucking boring. That... Which is weird because she wasn't ever at any point portrayed as a damsel in distress. In fact, she runs straight oh, on yeah. into the fight yeah, and actually saves him at one point. Yeah. Um... But just, just but was still really boring. Wasn't a, a rounded character at all, really. No. Um, but the movie did hit its stride, I suppose. Once once those two start working together, and yeah, it even became funny and dare I say enjoyable. So I remember coming out of the cinema and thinking, I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. I didn't love it. No. Yeah. Parts that I hated. I didn't hate but it. I had a good time. It's because I th- I couldn't decide whether it was one or two things. Whether my uh, expectations were so low. Mm. That I came out and I would only ever have enjoyed it because my expert well they were rock bottom. I thought it was gonna be terrible with bad, mm. bad script and I mean actually the script wasn't even that great. I don't know why I left the night. I think I just really enjoyed our date. <laughs> well, the night shows were a lot better than they used to be. And we got I got a regular popcorn, but we only paid for small. Yeah, yeah. Well, Do you know? I, I felt winner, like I, winner. I was on top of the world. <laughs> Do you notice how much I scoff? Because I get very self-conscious of how I eat popcorn because I turn into a an animal. I've never noticed. Okay, good because I, I shovel the good it thing in. is that I'm not. I, I like popcorn, but I don't like the consequences of popcorn, which is the little shitty Cheap. bits that stuck in the back of your mouth yeah. and your throat. So next week. Yeah, I never ever buy it. Um, but back to the film. <laughs> uh, I quite liked how powerful, uh, raw, and like violent Venom was when he was moving around and mm. like, climbing, scaling buildings and stuff. Yeah. very animalistic. Uh, yeah, his whole movements and things were um, quite. Violent, I guess, is a good way to put it. Uh, raw. Yeah. Yeah. Just, that was just quite cool. But very I that's, energetic. The char- that's the character anyway. Yeah. Right? Well, that, they got that right then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and yeah, some, I mean, just going back to Tom, he was pretty likeable throughout. Um, and even he's like quite, even his, even, like you said before, like he's a bit of a junkie. Mm. And he's bordering on being this violent sort of, you, 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 you question whether he's all there. I was trying to Even find some like, deeper meaning in the character of Venom. Because mm. obviously Eddie Brock screws himself over at the start because he has this dark side of him that can't help itself. And like he's addicted to finding the truth in, in the news and exposing yeah. people and that kind of stuff. And then he's got this venomous side mm. oh, like what you did there. Um, that screws him over, but in fact helps people. Yeah. 
yeah. An anti-hero. An anti-hero, yeah. Um, but then I realised that the film's not that deep and it's all bullshit, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't quite work, does it? And also his like, motivations throughout. Like, he's just trying to get uh, Anna back. Uh, yeah. Anne back. And I just didn't really care for them at no. all. I couldn't. I physically couldn't give a shit. No, no. I think it, her, her new boyfriend was a much better match for her than he was. He's a doctor. Did you see his lovely eyes as well? Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't give a shit. And usually I'm quite you know, giving with my shits. So this film was originally supposed to be R-rated. Yeah. And it happy. should have been. Because if you think about the character, it yes. makes sense. It should just be like biting people's faces off all the time. Yeah. Which it kind of did, but didn't show it. So yeah. that made it PG-13. But when you look at the success of... The Wolverine and Deadpool, yes. they're R-rated films. Yeah, yeah. This, it would have made it brilliant, but the reason they didn't, from what I've read, is that Sony thought they're trying to make this franchise out of these separate characters that have not signed deals with Marvel with, and they want to make a universe out of Venom. Yes. And sequel, Tom, they, they had Tom Hardy signed onto a trilogy, as long as the first one yeah. did well, uh, as seen with the, the post credit scene. Um, and they thought, well, we've got to keep it for AG-13, because if he ever does sort of meet back up with Spider-Man... Spider-Man can't be an R-rated film, no. so that's why they knocked it down to PG-13. Maybe for the long run, it's good. They need to make another spin-off in about five years' time. It's not going to happen. They're going to end up getting fucking Topher Grace back. Yeah. Doing his skinny Venom, which is just, ugh, ugh, nobody like that. And that is Avi Arad's fault, the producer. He was the one who forced Venom into Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Even though Sam Raimi was like, no, 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 it doesn't make sense. Um, and he, Avi Arad has apologised for Spider-Man 3 and said it was his fault it was bad well, it's too late now and, but he was one of the producers on Venom to be fair it was, ba- oh, it was bad because of Venom I was going to say even, even that scene where he's like goth goth Peter Parker that was so cringeworthy yeah and that's all because of the symbiote yeah but that is such a Sam Raimi moment as well yeah, yeah it's, I don't know that film was just an absolute fucking car crash but um, this whole film really had some huge production problems because they originally wanted to do it off the back of the original Spider-Man one and have a spin-off with Topher Grace in it. Thankfully, they didn't do that. That'd be weird. I think Topher Grace didn't want to come back for it. What's he doing now? He's just living off his millions that he made from that 70s show more than anything. Yeah. Um, We're doing that 90s show. And then when they did The Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield, they were going to do that then, but then it kind of bombed after the second film, which is a shame because I enjoyed the second film. Yeah. The first one was very good. Not great, but very good. The second one was also very good. Alright. But watched it recently. I, they were they were leading up to some Sinister Six storyline that I thought would have been absolutely fucking yeah, crazy and in a great way, but it never happened. I'm, I'm quite intrigued for this. Uh, I mean, the relationship that Eddie Brock and Venom have by the end, they were like these quick one-liners, and I was laughing, mm. and I was I was enjoying having a good time. Yeah, I was having a good time, which makes me almost intrigued for the sequels I mean I'm not going to well the question is are they going to do one the evidence against it would say if you look at all the critic reviews it's got fucking slated the evidence for it would be that as I said the audience views 89% on Rotten Tomatoes 7.1 on IMDb but also this film is on target to be the biggest opening weekend in an October ever what? Yeah. I'll put this into perspective because when I was doing the research, because I'm, you know... Thorough like that. Thorough like that because I'm, I'm used to it. Um, it's on track to make $80 million for its opening weekend. What, and in that, contrast, what does that mean? What does that mean? In contrast, 
give it context, <laughs> yeah. everything beginning with C, um, A Star Is Born is on track to make 40 million, just uh, oh, 40 million plus in its first weekend. It's because everybody had the same conversation that we had moments before going into this. Yeah, like, do you want to watch A Star Is Born? Nah. Yeah, mm, no, not really. Apart from all the Lady Gaga fans in the world. Yeah. Yeah. All 40 million of them. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wait, no, that doesn't work, so you'll be paying. You'll pay a pound each. Yeah. <laughs> That's a quite word, isn't So, it could happen. I don't know. And and that's the thing. Like there was two post credit scenes, wasn't there? There was one mid credit yeah. scene yeah. where Eddie Brock goes to a prison and then meets a serial killer that he's going to do a story on called um, Cassius. Cassidy. Cassidy. I called it Cassius when we sat down, Cassidy. but it's not because I was thinking of Cassius Cletus? Clay, which is wrong. Yeah, Cassidy Cletus, who plays Carnage, who has another symbiote, but it's Woody Harrelson in a really shit red curly haired wig. wig. Yeah, he looked stupid. He looks so but funny. Woody Harrelson is the perfect person to play Carnage because oh, yeah? he's got that like he's, he's slightly off kilter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he'd be perfect for it. But it's whether or not it happens. If it does, then great. I hope it does. And it could be, but it's whether or not they fuck it up like they did this film. Um, so I don't know. Like at the minute, I've no idea if they're going to make a sequel. It I could happen. I mean, I kind of want to go back and watch this film again with the 40 minutes that Tom Hardy says has been cut from it. Yeah, he did. He, he said his favourite 40 minutes. So, you know, that would be a two-hour, 40-minute film, and I think that would have ruined this. Two, hour, two and a half hour. Yes. Oh, yes. Well, yeah. roughly, thereabouts. Um, <laughs> let's just get the fucking maths right. So, uh, and also, as well, like I said, it's, it's going to make $80 million in its first weekend. It only costs $100 million to make. Only. Maybe, they'll, yeah. maybe they will, then. Pocket money. Maybe they'll come out with so two more. So, financially, it'll be a success. Oh, well, I'll, I'll, I, don't, I don't know. I'll, we'll watch the second one then. Yeah. This time in 2020. Do you reckon Tom Hardy is the sort of person who would do a second film like that after it got slated critically, though? Yeah, because it made money and he's a producer in this. So. True. Okay, fair enough. And he's done far more despicable things in his past before he was famous. He used to be a rent boy. <laughs> That's not a lie. That's I know, it's just yeah. the fact that it was like the term rent boy. I remember a story of him where he said that he sort of knew he'd reached his point where he woke, woke up after a, a night on a proper bender uh, in bed, naked with some dude that he didn't know, like one sock on or something. And that's where he's like, mm, maybe I uh, should slow down. <laughs> yeah, or take up acting. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, and I think what sadly, what's quite telling is that the end credit scene... The second one? Yeah. Yes. Probably my favourite part of the evening. That So that was when they did a, a clip from uh, the new animated Spider-Man film, Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Which looks really good. It looks really interesting. And, and all those Spider-Mans being well and truly explored. Yeah. Uh, the animation looks really cool. That So that's the thing. Really the two main cool. things that look cool about it is, A, the, the, the banter and the story and the writing seems really cool. But... Mm. Uh, it just looks the animation looks amazing. Yeah, it looks it's got great. this kind of stereoscopic look to it. Because yeah. if you look at stuff in the background, it has almost like this red-green 3D effect on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I haven't seen before. I've not seen, anything, I've not seen anything like it before. You can't say that it looks like a video game, but it, kind of, it almost looks like you're watching a 3D movie without the glasses. It's just nice to see a different approach, and it's just, it's just a nice art form, really. To look yeah. At. It, and, it, and it's, hopefully it will breathe life into something that I thought was tired and lifeless and dead. And... Um, if only something would come along and do that to my hair. Yeah. Um, I think I've gone through all my main points. My tired, voluminous hair. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've said I, everything I need to about this film. I don't have a rating for this yet, do you? You yeah. do. You, yeah, you yeah, yeah I give it, as soon as it came out, I give it a solid five out of ten. 
And I don't think I'm. <sighs> normally, I'm disappointed with films if they don't score anything higher yeah. than a six. Yeah. So this is weird for me because, like I said, I didn't. I I enjoyed it to an extent. It wasn't great. It wasn't amazing. There were so many parts that were wrong about it, but. I there were many parts that made me feel like I was having a good time. I think you're right. I think I'm going to give it a five. But, but then I've spoken so badly about other films. Like on the, even on this podcast, I've spoken really badly about films that I've given a five to. Yeah. And I've spoken relatively positively about this. I mean, give it a five and a half, maybe. Maybe, yeah. I'm going for that. I'm writing it down. <laughs> I was going to say, five okay, I like that you write it down because that makes it that official. That makes it official, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, five and a half out of ten. Like, it's one of those movies where if you want to go watch something at the minute, there's a few things out. I think next week when um, Bad Times at the El Royale come out, that'll be the one that you should definitely go watch because that's been getting really good reviews. Ooh. Plus, Chris Hemsworth gets his chest out and oh, I'm so his washboard abs that he's trying to eat avocados off. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd do more than eat them. <laughs> like what? Mush them. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things. And when it comes out on... Not DVD, because that doesn't happen anymore, although it does. When it comes out on Netflix at some point, then yeah. Yeah, give it a watch, because you'll have a good time at moments. Yeah, and then if not, you can just take the piss out of it for 20 minutes. And then do a podcast. Yeah. Like we do. Yeah, so um, that's Venom. Five slash five and a half out of ten. It's an all right time. Go and see it if you have nothing better to do. Yeah. Which could be anything. I mean, you could, anything could be <laughs> At this there. point, yeah, quite easy. Or it might not. We don't know. Yeah. I don't know what this film was. Is it good? I mean, if you've got a painted room, then go and watch this film. But if you've got to... If you've got a painted room... Paint a room. Oh, got a painted room. no one likes painting a room. Like you go watch cinemas, like movies and Um, on to game time. We haven't done a game in so long. No, I haven't had fun in eight months. <laughs> this is your only source. Yeah, this is it. I do have the electrocution thing in the cupboard, but uh, can't be asked to stand up and go and get it. I thank God. Yeah, you know, because obviously our a, listeners' such... entertainment is the first point of call. Oh, God, I'm PTSD. I'm starting to sweat. <laughs> um, that really freaks me out, that thing. I don't know why it doesn't affect you as much as it does me. I think it's because I have the hands of a Hold on. testicle. Hold on, inside, aren't I? So. Yeah. Um, anyway, I've got a game for you. Very excited. And I don't have a fancy name for it, but maybe you can think of one. It's basically um, Venom is a, a spin-off of the Spider-Man franchise. Mm. So I have a list of movies where I'm going to tell you the actor or actress or something in between, and you have to tell me what the spin-off is for a point, right? And what the original movie was that it spun off oh, from wow. for another point. I get the game. Yeah. I don't know how well I'm going to do in the game. I think you'll do better than you think. Is it all comic books? No. Okay, good. No, no, it's a... I like, I appreciate comic books, but I don't know anything much about them. Anything or much. Yeah, it's because you're a dweeb and not a nerd. That's why. Um, are you ready to play? I think I need to collect my thoughts after that comment, but yes, I'm ready to play. <laughs> okay, right. So, question one. One of? Your, uh, I don't know, actually, I'll figure it out. I'll keep score then. In fact, no, you keep score. I'll keep score. Okay. And that way I'll win. So the first actor, genderless, um, is Jennifer Garner. What spin-off did Jennifer Garner... Electro. No. Oh, go on. I mean, yeah, but you said it wrong. Electra. Electra, yes. Which is a spin-off of... Daredevil. Yeah, there you go. I am good at this game. (laughs) That's an easy one. We're going to start you off on the top. Hang on. I did get it wrong straight away, but Electra and Daredevil. Ooh. Yeah, that was Venom going past Sorry. his bike then. 
so a lecture and their debt rule. So it's two. Du point. Du I just spelled point. Point, but the same as points. Did you say it in French accent? That's good, because that's exactly point what I wrote. Point it doesn't work. Um, okay, next question slash actor. Dwayne Johnson. Now, technically, oh, there's more than one answer oh, for this, but there's only one that's one actually word. come out yet. I said. So there is a spin-off of Fast and Furious coming out with him and Jason Statham. Are we doing the, is it Jumanji? I mean, that's a sequel. Oh shit, that is another one. No, 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 that's not a spin-off, that's a sequel. That's not the one I'm thinking of. Rampage? No, that's not a spin-off. Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Yeah. Was in... This this film isn't a clue, but um, this is one of my favourite films to watch with uh, the actor's voiceover. You know, when they, they go through and they do like director's commentary and that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. <gasps> so he This is a great uh, Doom. No. Oh. And that's not a spin off. Oh, that's, yeah, you're right. I think I've forgotten what a spin off is. I don't know what this film is. You sure you're giving up? Yeah, I, I don't feel. This is a surprisingly enjoyable film. The Scorpion King. Oh, wow. You did know that, didn't you? For the Mummy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't get any point for that. Right. Just by telling me, mind you, should I give you the point for the spin off? No. No, no, fuck that. No. Okay, yeah, Scorpion King. It's weird. You should watch it. And um, oh, what's that guy named? The the main character from not Tom Hanks from the Green Mile, the really tall black dude who died. Oh God, what is his name? Out of sight, out of mind. Oh my God. John Coffey. Yeah, John Coffey would okay. Uh, what's his name? Oh my God. Anyway. Michael. Three names. Michael something like Michael something Clark something. Duncan? Yes. Is it Clark Duncan? Yes. Babe. Got there. The ambulance has just shown up because I've just killed it. <laughs> Michael Clark Duncan. Is it? I feel like that's wrong. Michael Duncan Clark? I don't know, it's something about that. Clark anyway. Duncan. So yeah, he's in it and he plays one of the faction leaders. And when you listen to the voiceover, there's a scene where they have a fight and the rock accidentally knocks him out in real life. Wow. And they're having this proper banter where they're like, No, you didn't knock me out. It's like <laughs> I, I kicked your ass, you actually, you know, you full on blacked out for a few minutes, you're like, no, that didn't happen, so, um, yeah, just watch it for that. I mean, the, yeah, I've not seen that film, I don't think once, I think <laughs> I once at Christ, Christmas once, I saw it. Yeah, just re-watch it, it's just, it's just a good time, it's just yeah, a good time. Yeah, good time. Um, okay, so you, you're, on, you're on two points now. <laughs> I can't believe you've watched that film with the DVD commentary. <laughs> yeah, it's Sean Doyle's fault, because he loved it. Oh, okay. um, it's not as bad as the sequel. Uh, okay, next one. This is this is a tough one. Mm. Okay, so I'm going to give you more than one actor in this film. Thank you. Okay. I appreciate that. Carl Urban. Mm -hmm. Andy Newton. So there's two. I don't think you'll get it from there. I have a third one and I think you'll get it from the third actor. Uh, oh no, it's Tandy Newman, isn't it? Not Sandy. My bad. <laughs> I thought her name was Sandy and you said a lisp. No, Sandy. Uh, Carl, is it... It's not Thor, is it? No. Uh, I don't know. Do, oh wait, no. Do you want me to give you the third it's, actor? Oh. Do, do, dread? No. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, give me, give me the third. Me the um, third. Vin Diesel. Triple X? No. Vin Diesel, Carl Urban, Tandy Newton. I've no idea. Chronicles of Riddick. Oh. And it's absolutely ridiculous that you couldn't remember that. What's it a spin-off of? Yeah. Come on, think. Chronicles of Riddick. What was, where was the first movie? Oh, that... Point Blank. No. Point black. Black. You're very close. Point. It's a PB film. Uh, point. 
what's the word? Pitch. Pitch. Pitch Black. There we go, which is an amazing film. Is it? I remember it's like one of the it. first movies we saw. You've never seen it? I don't think so. Oh, mate, you need to watch it. Um, it was one of the first movies we had when we got a DVD player, and it was it's fantastic. I'll write that down. It's absolutely fantastic. Watch. It was such a low budget sci fi film, but yeah, yeah. the character Vin Diesel plays really, That's a really is, good one. Is nuts. Did you ever play the video game? No, but yes, it's like a top down third person. Yeah, it was a first person shooter. Oh, well, no. But then he, he <laughs> could see in the dark because he had his eyes shined in this prison. Yeah. The ca- that's it's such a, cool, a shame because cool Riddick is such a cooler character. Yeah. But all the movies he's been setting, like the one that was just called Riddick, was all shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, ugh, never mind. Anyway, so you're on a total of two points. That's a great question, though. Yeah, but you, should, you should watch Pitch Black, honestly. Great oh, film. I've put it on my to do list. Okay, uh, next one. The actor is Russell Brand. Oh, this is Getting to the Greek. Yeah, I thought spin-off. you'd get this one. Yeah, spin off oh. of. Uh, forgetting so much. Well done. Okay, two points to you there. Uh, also starring John Hill and uh, Rose Byrne as well. Mm. Uh, okay, this one will be a, bit, a little bit harder, but if you get it, you'll be like, oh yeah. If you don't get it, you'll kick yourself. Antonio Banderas. This is. Are you talking about this, the, the the three movies? The, like the. Are you thinking like the time in Mexico and? No, no, no. Antonio Banderas. What's been up with you? This is less obvious, this one. Is it Puss in Boots? It is Puss in Boots, rather than... <laughs> it's been off a Shrek. Yeah, you got two uh, points there. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, boy. Very well. Okay, next film. Steve Carell. Steve Carell. That's it. Yeah, that's the actor. There's so many things. Yeah, yeah, but what spin-off has he been in? Think about it. Your clue is, think about the first film that you probably saw Steve Carell in. Anchorman? No, not that one. Um, 40 year old virgin? I'm going to give you a clue. Evan Almighty? Yeah, there you go. Evan Almighty, which was a spin off of. Is it not just a sequel? No. No. That's, that's that count as a spin off? Yeah. Bruce Almighty? Yeah. Um, I'm having that. <laughs> I hope the mics pick that up. <laughs> no, it won't. <laughs> it was a. Uh, Subordable. Um Yeah, Evan Almighty, which was a weird film. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly the same. Yeah. And not funnier. It didn't mm. do anything that the first one didn't do. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, next movie. Mm. This is tougher. I'll be surprised if you get this one. Jeremy Renner. He was in Green Zone, which is a spin-off of Born Identity. So you've got the spin-off right. So it's a spin-off. But it wasn't called Green Zone. It's just called Born. Born. Jason Born. Born to be Jason. <laughs> no, you're so close. You've got one born point here. Supremacy. It's Ultimatum. the Born. Ultimatum. No, that was the last Born the film. Born. This was the the one that was a spin-off, but it was called The Born Something. The Born Legacy. Oh, he's got it. Is that it? Yeah, yes. well done. I just thought of all the words blending. Why that I know? <laughs> Wait, that doesn't work. It does. Identity, ish. legacy. Yeah, those are both of them. Yeah. Well then. Oh, mate. You're quite happy with that. Aren't you? I am well happy with that. Yeah. Why have you just been writing two points? All the- oh, right. I so see. I can cut them off. I see. I don't know how many you actually got right, but you've got the last couple of ones right. Okay. I have uh, three movies left for you. Fantastic. Okay. I'm, I'm enjoying this game. This, is this a very one. Good game. This one's more modern, and I think you'll get it pretty quickly. Michael B. Jordan. Uh, this is a movie called Apollo. No, Creed. Yeah, well done. This is a spin-off. Have you seen that they've got the trailer for the second one? Yeah. 
No, I saw a poster of it. Yeah, he's huge. He's a delicious looking man. Yeah, I mean, I've only just started watching um, The Wire not that long ago, and seeing him in the first series is kind of weird because he's like, what, 14 years old, isn't it? Didn't even know that. Yeah, and he dies from a drug overdose. Yeah. Mm. Is it, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's but, very nice. So the rumours about this new Rocky film, or I should say Creed film, although you didn't say that the spin-off was Rocky, but I'm going to give you the point because no, I'm pretty yeah, sure you would have yeah, got yeah. that anyway. Um, is the rumour is that Sylvester Stallone's Rocky character will die in this film. Great. Yeah. I mean, he's old as fuck, isn't he? Uh, yeah. He looks like his skin is leaving his face. <laughs> he's trying to evacuate yeah. his body. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Rocky could die in this one. Uh, okay, cool. Um, How is that going to happen? He's not going to die in the ring, though, is he? He probably just has a heart attack from having too many Italian pieces, that kind of thing. I don't know. He's going to die in the ring. I've got a cazzoni chucked up my ass. I don't know. <laughs> um, so this one Thank God we're not is a weird one, on. because I'm not going to give you the actors' names, because I don't know them, but I'm just going to tell you four names of characters in the film, and hopefully you'll figure it out. The characters' names are Skipper, Kowalski, Private, and Rico. Which is Starship Troopers? No. Oh. Skipper Kowalski. Kowalski. Oh, this is Penguins. Yeah. Which is a spin off of Madagascar. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny that everybody loves the penguins in Madagascar. What, what I love is that my that I first thought that was Starship Troopers. Yeah. It's Rico. What's that a spin off of? Nothing. It's a spin off of Madagascar. No, no, Starship Troopers. What did I possibly think that was a spin off of? Well, no, no, you only thought of Starship Troopers because the name yeah, Rico. Yeah, yeah, I know. But why would I. Next question, go on to the next one. Yeah, how do you not join? There's a character in Starship Troopers called Rico. Yeah. And there's a penguin called Rico. Yeah, I get, I get that. That's why the I don't, bit that I don't get. get the bit that I don't get is why I thought, what, what spin-off did I think Starship oh, right, Troopers okay. was Oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, but that, that, the Penguins in Madagascar film isn't even that funny, but just the penguins themselves are so bloody funny. My dad Especially Private. Something. Yeah. Private's so fucking funny. Um, anyway, last one. Another modern one. Um, Eddie Redmayne is. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is easy. Yeah. This is Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, there you go. Which is a spin-off. And where it. to find them? I didn't want to write the whole name out, so I just put Fantastic uh, B plus WTFT. Well, but it's too long. Yeah. Which is a spin-off of Harry Potter. Harry Potter. You're a spin-off, Eddie. Gave Dobby a sock. <laughs> but he didn't, because Master gave Dobby a sock, which is why he was free. The second one looks all right. For that. I'm quite excited for that. The second one looks bloody great. Apparently, it's going to be very obvious that Dumbledore's gay in this one. Sexy. Yeah, well, I, yeah, just going to bend a wizard over. Just Eddie Redmayne. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take it, Eddie. All then. the one then you endos come out of Spelly armors all over your face. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Expecto! <laughs> Patrona! So I got two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen. 4, 14. Which one did you get wrong? The other one you got wrong was the Scorpion King, I think. Yeah. Did you get pitch black? No. No, no, okay. Yeah, you got two questions wrong. Well done, young man. Is that? No, I've put, I've put down that I got loads right. Have you been keeping oh, the score you, wrong think, again? Yeah, yeah, no, you got 10. Okay, so I got, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. I'm, it's amazing I'm, how many spin-offs there's been, isn't it? It's, it's very telling of Hollywood, isn't it? Yeah. This one made money. Let's, let's... Especially how many one of these uh, are modern as well. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, congratulations, well done. Thanks very much. Thanks for another fantastic episode. Is there anything we want to plug? <laughs> I can think of one thing. Um, not my ass. No. No, okay, let's, let's not go down that route. It's mine. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. Alright, uh, thanks for listening and uh, we hope you enjoyed the return of Movie Nosh. Yeah, go watch Venom. It's not terrible and it's not amazing and it's 
but at least it's not as bad as the um, Russian song hackers. with the same name by Eminem. Eminem at the end, yeah, that's a bad song. Oh my god, that guy's lost it. Anyway, thanks for listening. Bye!